Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reading My Writings podcast, where we explore the imagination of a younger me. My name is McKay Nielsen. And I'm Jordan Hans, and welcome to the 52nd episode. You can now officially watch one episode a week for a year. Isn't that incredible? Holy. <laughs> wow, if you wanted to dose us that way. Yeah, well, I'm saying like, yeah. like well, start like it. January 1st and re-listen to everything for the, a week. And you can fill a whole year with reading my writings. Your weekly dose. Wow. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like uh, we're gone so much. So there you go. <laughs> oh, boy. That's where... That's how. Hmm, yeah. That's how it is. That's how it is. <clears throat> well, yeah, we just got back from vacation. So you'd think my voice would be uh, up for the challenge now. You know, it's well-rested. But no, I decided to scream to music in my car prior to this. So I will have to apologize ahead of time sounds like all the characters are gonna have like a cold or kind of be doing a batman impression is what you're telling me they will all have now smoked at least five years dang wow so brave of you (laughs) even marty even people who've hardly lived that long at all dang that's a strong character choice (laughs) no they're that reminds me, before we get into it, that reminds me, there was like a, there's some kid in like a country in Asia or something, and he would smoke like two packs a day or something. There's some weird, like crazy news story. A kid? Like a yes, child? Yes, like, it was a child, and he's like, oh, okay. he'd like get real grumpy. He's like, where's my cigs? <laughs> and like, he just smoked. What, what do you call it? The, uh... The wacky tobacky? <laughs> Sure, you could call it that. No, not not the name of the stuff he's smoking, but what do you call someone who smokes a lot? Chain smoker. He was a a chain smoker child. Yeah, and then he became part I'm of a sure very he's, successful he's probably band. dead. Successful is uh, to be up for debate. They're pretty big. I guess they I think they're more marshmallow now. Like they they can make good sounding music for other people to sing to, but That's pretty good talent too. Yeah, but when they try to make music all themselves, I, I don't care for it. Uh, okay. But a child chain smoker is what I was talking about. Right, right. Don't advise it. I wouldn't recommend it. Wow. Strong stance from the Reading My Writings podcast. We are officially anti-cigarette. Uh, Anti- don't smoke. Specifically, letting a child ever try one and then continuing to indulge. Wow, even stronger continue- stance. And then continuing to just indulge them on that. We're going to double down on our anti-cigarette stance and say we're anti-kids smoking cigarette stance. Pretty bold. Not any, not, no, not many I, podcasts would stand on this firm ground as us. I wasn't narrowing it down. I was just, I was explaining this, this, <laughs> the situation now, you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Well, so, so, so yeah, what kind I've, of chapter uh, you bring us today? I guess I should pull it up. Um, a hefty one. Well, we're at, we're at the, what you, what you, what you'd call the, the roller coasters. It's falling about, action it's it's what sure it's about to pass that hill it's about to go full on oh okay it's, not five we're still in kind of rising action territory sure so we we ended with uh etimzo the first other female character in the first female et was unintentionally killed by marty and jason when she broke her heel fell into a danger delphinium and blew up like Aunt Marge on a, a gr- grittier version of Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> and then 
Uh, cut to some ETs at Kevin's fortress. They were waiting for their dinner, but they were waiting on one guest. And that was guest is presumably the other ET in an ET married couple. No. So you did you never thought you'd see it the day when two ETs could get married and you know, it's well, okay. ET marriage has always been legalized on Canon, actually. Oh really? Yeah, they can marry as many as they'd like. Oh oh yeah, they're polygamists. <laughs> yeah, they're polygamists. <laughs> but but they, they're all they're also not prudish. You know, they're up for anything and they're very welcoming creatures. Okay. Glad they're welcoming. And let's see how welcoming they are in this next chapter, right? Good segue. Thank you. We will read chapter 10. The clock is ticking. Rush to Kevin's fortress. Ooh, let's read it. Marty and Jason were exhausted. The cave could have been a good place to hide and rest, but things hadn't gone too well. Both hadn't slept or eaten a proper meal in a long time, and all the running had really worn them out. But thanks to the ET folder, they were able to navigate through the mysterious land and find what they were looking for. They now stood in front of Kevin's fortress. The structure was huge, like two Ikeas stacked on top of each other, but made out of strong, polished stone. It was like what a child would imagine a castle to look like. The blue sun hung low in Kaon's sky, indicating that it would soon be night. Rows of tall, curly trees lined the entrance of the fortress, and outside the large metal doors stood two ETs carrying large machetes. Machetes. <laughs> I just thought it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. They looked angry and plenty tough. How are we supposed to get inside, dude? Jason whispered to his friend as they hid behind a large bush. I'm not sure, Marty confessed, his hand scars starting to hurt and sting. Itelio didn't answer me the entire way over here, and I haven't heard from him since the cave-in. If there's one thing we know Zip about, it would have to be Kevin's fortress. Darn Itelio, a lot of nerve that guy has. Nothing in the folder then? Jason asked. Marty shook his head. And even if those two guards aren't part of the Thirteen, I don't know if I have the energy to try and overpower them or outsmart them. I'm really at a loss here. Jason frowned. Then his eyes grew large. Uh Uh-oh, Marty. This is bad news. I saw you have some confusion on your face. I was amused at the idea that he didn't have the energy to overpower or outsmart the ETs. Because I don't know how much energy they usually expend towards that, really. Well, they... The last one sure. was literally but just they... an accident. Okay, but... I'm it's, sure not even just, it's not even just the energy of the effort they've put into it, but the e- they've been walking and running and escaping and screaming all day since they went to... You know, they got to school, lit on fire, they've been fighting ETs here and there, they've been running, they've been worried about their lives, that kind of thing. I'm sure if they just wait around, some cosmic accident will befall these two guards and they'll be fine. That We're not questioning that, but... <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, as for, yeah. In terms of energy, I wanted it to be... They're at the end of their rope, so, like, things are high. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm holding you to that. They better not have energy for the whole chapter. Oh, my God. Well, they'll pull something out of their hat. Yeah, I know. But... 
as long as you know they're tired. <laughs> they're E-tired. <sighs> yeah, I guess. A teal-skinned E.T. with a dark gray fedora burst from the fortress's entrance, frightening the two machete-wielding guards. Meet <laughs> Frightening the two machete-wielding guards. The two guards protested at the surprise arrival, but the teal E.T. just pushed them both to the ground. So he put the E.T. that with the fedora ran out, and he's, he's frantic, and he pushed the two guards to the ground. This E.T. looked angry, and Marty had a feeling it was because of them. The E.T. looked around, searching for something, or maybe even someone. But he was disappointed with his findings. He kicked dirt from the ground and punched a curly tree. He wasn't happy. What do we do, Jason? That guy is going to find us! Marty said. I sure am. <laughs> said a gravelly voice from behind the boys. Before Jason and Marty had time to turn around, the two were grabbed by their pants, so kind of like a wedgie, and thrown over the bush and onto the ground. They landed with a hard oomph, then scrambled to look behind them. The fedora-wearing E.T. grimaced at them, tromping toward them from behind the bush. Marty's hand hurt like one of the circles of hell. Just one of them. <laughs> How did he get behind us so fast? Does he have super speed? Marty thought. Then Marty felt Jason tap on his shoulder. Jason was pointing toward the fortress. Marty looked and was shocked at what he saw. A teal-colored, fedora-wearing E.T. was angrily stomping, to stomping towards them, just like the one behind them. They were identical. What are you brats doing here? And what is that you're wearing on your... The E.T. stopped, and his face went pale. No. No, that's hers. That's Ichimzo's hat. Why do you have her hat? Marty looked at the E.T., demanding the answer. But there was a problem. They were both demanding an answer. At the exact same time, and in the exact same voice. Don't look at my clone. Look at me, you little snot. As if there's some sort of clone etiquette that I should know. <laughs> he just, he, he wants him to look at him, not the clone. Right. He's aware that he's the real one, but... Is he? I mean... Is this, this an invincible situation where, like, they don't know? I don't, maybe we'll get into that, but based on what, we're, what we've been given, he's saying don't look at the clone. So, assuming he's not the clone. Where is she? Also, I apologize if this voice doesn't match the gravelly voice in the dinner scene in previous chapter. They're gonna put you to the coals for this one, McKay. I don't know if you're gonna survive this episode. Yeah, my booty's already burning. From the coals they put me to. <laughs> right. So what do you think of that? Clone E.T. Is that his special power, or is this mm, how all the knows? E.T.s were formed? Who knows? That's my current they're thoughts both on it. They're both teal-skinned and wearing gray fedoras. I mean, it's the fedora thing, And they both man. talk at the same time. How do you clone a fedora? I mean, probably just buy two or yeah. three or <laughs> however many you need of the same fedora. <laughs> Jason shuddered. He and Marty now realized what they were up against. An E.T. disciple with the ability to make clones of itself. There we go. Okay. The real question was, how many?
Eatle Eatle kick dirt and dust in their faces from both sides. So, so uh, in the last chapter, you were wondering why Eatle Eatle wasn't the robot, because that sounds like a robot name. And the reason is because Eatle Eatle is a cloner. That's why the name repeats itself. Isn't that cool? That is pretty cool. I'm, uh, I'm wondering if the robot one, if his power is going to be being a robot still, or if he'll have a power <laughs> outside of that. <laughs> we'll see. True, because robot is pretty... I mean, you could be both. So, Edel Edel kicked dirt and dust in their faces from both sides. Answer me! You have her hat! <laughs> this voice. <laughs> Sorry. This voice, though. She never leaves anywhere without her little hat! I've been worried sick, because she was late to dinner. So what exactly did you two morons do to lose her? This poor E.T. was not going to like the truth. She's dead, uh, Marty whimpered. She she found us, she attacked us, and then she accidentally fell face first into a bunch of danger delphiniums. There was nothing we could do. Pure horror spread across the two teal ET faces. Their bodies shook with sorrow, hands gripped tightly into fists. That was my wife. No. My wife! My wife. Uh, why didn't they just lie? My goodness. Like, oh, we just found this hat. Yeah, no, that probably would have been smarter. They're, can I say they're children and have that be their excuse? No, that's fine. Yeah, that's always the excuse. Also, way to go, Marty. You could have just left her hat, but he had to He had to wear it around like a, like a sick trophy, right? Yeah, it was really out of that? character. Oh, was it? Do you think? Like He's it. just having some fun. He never really has fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're dead. To their surprise, they were now surrounded. Ten Eatle Eatles circled them from all sides, teeth grinding in rage. All of them looked angry, and all of them looked powerful. Then the kicking began. The ten E.T. bodies lashed forth at the fallen Marty and Jason, hitting them with their shoes. A hit to the face, a hit to the jaw, a kick to the stomach, the legs, the arms, the face again. The onslaught was painful, and Edel Eels showed no signs of stopping. Before long, the force would be too much, and Jason and Marty would be reduced to mush. And Marty and Jason had no clever tricks, no secret weaknesses to discover, or resources to unveil. They were doomed. The one directly to your right is the real thing. You must hit his cloning activation switch. Underneath his fedora. Quickly! Italia was back. And he had just told Marty how to get out of this situation alive. Why are you shaking your head? Right. How do you expect them to how do you expect them to get out of 10 ETs kicking the crap out of them? I don't expect them to get out of it. That's the point. But you're annoyed with me nonetheless. I'm annoyed that you gave them this impossible situation. What? What do you mean? How are they going to get out of 10 people? 10 full-grown ETs and they're just going to like... If they can uh -huh. find the... If they can... According to Italio's voice. If they can turn to the right ET, not any of the clones, mm -hmm. and hit his, ac his activation switch right. underneath his fedora, right. he will deactivate all the clones. Right. Yeah, but they've been being kicked for by ten full-grown oh, ETs. Oh, now you're 
it, now you're interested in the energy. <laughs> they're done. They're, they're done, done for. You wrote it in a way that they're done for. I said that it's leading up. <laughs> no, you said they got punched in their face, their neck. Their... They're being, they're currently getting the crap beat out of them. Yes. They're okay, not... Tell me how they're going to stand up and get. Well, we don't know. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Give them a shot. All right. Itelia was back. And he had just told Marty how to get out of this situation alive. His whole body ached and bled, but he had to act now or else they'd be human puddles. Marty managed to block a few of the kicks with his arms and wobbled to his feet. He turned to his right and tackled the E.T. to the ground. <laughs> okay, there are obvious issues. Fine. You're right. I okay. just don't get the power scale of any of this. You're right. <laughs> just Also, you think a bad guy whose only weakness is if That's his... why he wears a hat! <laughs> to hide it! You think he'd just back up and let the nine clones take care of it, him at a safe distance. Oh, that's true. Like, But then it'd be too obvious that he's not the clone. Doesn't matter, they couldn't reach him. <laughs> he could have just been stayed hidden behind the bush. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So he tackled him, right? Aching, he pushed off the E.T.'s fedora, then gave the top of his noggin a good smack. His hand collided with a hard, but squishy, button-shaped lump that gave way. Marty was going to assume that was the button. A loud, Hew! sound emitted from the E.T., and the bullying clones poofed into nothing. Edel Edel lay still, shifting into fetal position, cradling his arms in his hands. He sobbed. My The creature sobbed, rocking back and forth. My poor sweet honey. As Marty watched in sorrowful shame at the mess he had been responsible for, he was caught off guard when the two E.T. fortress guards tackled Jason to the ground and pinned his arms behind his back. It looked like Edel Edel would no longer be a problem, but these guards would... Marty rushed over to help Jason, but Jason shook his head. No, leave me. Hurry, the entrance is unguarded. Go, go, go. Save Sadie. The entrance is unguarded, said Jason to the two guards. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> the two guards have Jason. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Okay, imagine... This is, no, I, this is clever. Let me, let me put this in um, Star Wars. You what? see Han Solo being taken no, away by... Ha your Star Wars thing. Use something else. Okay, Lord of the Rings. Ugh, <laughs> I love both those properties, but why can't you list something else? Okay, well, what, do you want, what name of property? I don't know. Just... Okay, just go ahead. Use whatever. Okay, I'm going to stick with my original. Star Wars. Imagine Han Solo being taken away by two stormtroopers, and he yells to Luke, Hurry, now's your chance to go through the entrance. It's unguarded. He says, as two stormtroopers are holding him. Do you see the problem there? Not really. They are holding him. They've left their... You don't think there's other guards around that they can just talk There to? haven't been mention of other guards. They're just... <laughs> That's a big assumption. There are just two at the gate, though, so the entrance <laughs> is available. But there's 12. No, you're nitpicking. There's 10 other ETs that exist. Sure, there's probably th 
there could be possibly 400 ETs in the within the building. It just seems like a really dumb thing for Jason to be yelling. Why? Just like what should he say? He gave one. He gave away their position. How? He's yelling towards where they are. To Marty? Yeah. They're both in proximity of each other. Why did the guards just take Jason? They grabbed him first. They don't know what's going on. They got pushed out of the way. Oh, God. I don't know what to tell you, man. This... Marty didn't hesitate. With the remaining strength he had left, he ran to the fortress entrance and barged on in. The interior was a bizarre sight to behold. The inside of the fortress was lit by the flickering flames of torches and sconces that lined the stone brick walls. It was moist in the air, and plant life adorned the floors and corners of hallways, some acting as furniture and others as decorations. A few female ETs were lounging in a casual area with strange yellow rugs. There's more for you. Eat it. Be honest. Did you add that female into you later? Or did it just say E.T. before? Did that originally say female? Yeah, originally did, because that's how I wrote it. Oh, because this is you writing it afterwards. Yes, Jordan, yeah. Okay, okay. Yes, I... I'm damned if I write a female, I'm damned if I don't. <laughs> apparently, apparently if I wrote a female, it's like, oh, it's because he was criticized for not having many females. Well, I'm doing my best now. Okay, I hope these female ETs are just as cool as the other ETs. And They're probably not. They're just <laughs> chilling out on a couch. They're being mentioned as scenery. I'm sorry. I failed again. <laughs> I'm glad you can admit this. And in another room, two ETs were hyper-focused on their intense match of table tennis. But Marty kept running. The scar was aching so badly it almost numbed him. He was surrounded by ETs. To his left, to his right, above him, below him. Sorry, like above him a floor, below him, everywhere. He could sense them all around. It was a nightmare actualized. But he kept going. For Sadie. Oof! Marty yelped. He was tackled to the stone floor. It was Edel Edel. And he was no longer longer incapacitated by grief. Revenge was aglow in his eyes. The torch flames flickered in the reflection of his large, rage-filled eyes. He... Sorry, I liked that revenge line. Oh, good, one thing. Um, He wrapped his teal hands around Marty's throat and squeezed tightly and without restraint. Instantly, Marty began to choke and splutter, begging for air. His hands scraped uselessly at the hands restricting his airflow, but the sheer strength was overpowering. Marty's vision got dimmer, and his body got weaker. Itelio's voice was once again gone. It had ordered brief assistance, but as expected, it was gone when needed the most. Marty was going to die. What? What is that? Marty thought. Edel Edel's teal skin was changing color. Was it? It was crackling, turning gray like the decayed remains of a creature long dead. It started off small, but the affected area was spreading, shedding as if the initial layer could no longer handle being being exposed to the air. But now, even that gray layer was peeling, and the greenish, pulpy muscle of Edel Edel's face was now being revealed. 
The E.T. screamed in pain, his gums tearing from his mouth area. The teeth darkened. Even his fingers around Marty's throat began to stiffen and pulse. The E.T.'s eyes bloodied, vessels popping, and a bright orange aura came into view, only to vanish as the worst possible thing occurred. Edel Edel's arms were sliced from his body and fell to the ground beside him. His grip loosened and Marty could finally breathe that sweet, sweet oxygen he required. Marty rolled onto his side, caressing his bruised neck as the E.T. behind him foul and greened ooze from his shoulder stumps. Edel Edel fell to his back, staring upward at the fortress ceiling, muttering incoherent words. You fool. A chilling voice spat. You can't kill the boy. How many times have I expressed this? Consider your recent amputations as merciful punishment. You useless trash. Marty froze. He didn't want to look up. He didn't need to. He knew whose voice it was. Marty gulped. Rather rude to intrude into my home without an invite. Without permission, the voice breathed. And killing off several of my most valued soldiers in the process. My goodness, no. Oh, shut up, we Kevin. We can't you have that. You did the exact same thing to Marty. My, vo my most valued soldiers. The ones he just amputates <laughs> for no reason. Right. The figure smiled. And that's when Marty saw him. The polygamist E.T. Lord himself, Kevin R. Sullivan. End of chapter. Woo! We finally He's got... He's back, baby! Finally! And he killed... He, well, he maimed some more E.T.'s, just right. as we, we... We were missing that. We I know. We missed his maiming. For, for being the titular character, he was not around a while. I'm glad he's back. Well, yeah, I'm glad he's back. So yeah, that was the chapter 10. We've only got three more left. So, you know, he's Dang. back. He's there face to face. His basically his plan could go 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 according to plan if Marty and Jason can't think of something. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to get out of this one if I'm being honest. Yeah, I I don't know. I you gave a lot of criticism, but I liked that like sure he escaped things, but like he he still couldn't overpower it. And it's only other other forces and other things that were able to have him, like... Like, Italio's communication came in, sure, conveniently, whatever. We can... that That's in question. But he was able to escape Edel Edel, and then Edel Edel decided to mourn for a bit, but then he was filled with rage, and so he pursued Marty once again. So hope was again lost. I don't know. I thought it was a cool roller coaster of cat and mouse escaping and we don't know what what happened to jason he's he's probably been restrained is the assumption but yeah thank you guys for listening my voice is tired it was tired before i started this and and then edel edel has the most unhelpful voice to an already groggy throat or you know oh goodness <laughs> i feel like i put rocks in a blender really i feel like my throat was a blender and i put it on spin oh no with a bunch of rocks we'll have to get no it'll something. it'll be fine it's just yeah i'm glad the chapter's over oh good <laughs>
Um, as far as my theory of the week goes... Uh, Do you have any theories yet? Yeah. Uh, I think Jason's going to break out. I think so Sadie's... So you think he'll break out of those two guards' grasp? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Sadie's long gone. Oh, you think she's dead? No, I don't know. I I think it's going to... needs all... Uh, Kevin needs all of her blood for the ritual. It, he's gonna get there just in time to. Marty is. Yeah, like. Okay. Oh no! You stopped it just enough that she has enough blood to survive still, mm. or something like that. Yeah, that could be that could be nail biting. Yeah, like the end of Spiral. Smile, smile. <laughs> um. Oh, spoilers! Jeez, Jordan. I, I didn't get people any wanted to, People wanted to return to the theaters for something exciting, <laughs> and now you've you've spoiled one of their best options. I didn't give them any context to what that means. Sure. <laughs> um, it sounded like you had a bigger theory, too, because you just mentioned Jason will escape and Sadie will... I mean, I guess that's a good theory. Those are more predictions. Yeah, I don't... I, they yeah. didn't give me a whole lot of things this week to theorize about. Well, we keep in mind we still have the uh, ET Noxes on that we we've heard mentioned, and then the robot ET, and there are still handfuls of ET. Maybe you know who knows? Maybe those female ETs in that casual rec room will come into play. Maybe they're uh, ET yoga instructors. Um, I still hold on that ET Noxodon's a dinosaur. Okay, good, good, good theory. Um. um but yeah, Kevin's back. I think there's gonna be an ice ET. Oh, you gotta get those elements. Gotta gotta check those off. Yeah, I think so. An ice one would be cool. Um, okay. I think there might be a plant one because there's so much plant life, and somehow they've grown mm. these things into like chairs. True. Um, yeah, I, I and mean, that's not normally how plants grow. So I assume <laughs> someone has a power. Well, not plants on Earth. Chaos plants. I Chaos plants could. Can prick you and turn you into an exploding balloon? Yeah, is this like a chair an exploding cactus flesh balloon? Or, oh yeah, like a, um, a chair cactus doesn't sound too a furniture cute. flower. Too, ooh, a furniture flower. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, yeah, who knows? Maybe it could be crafted, like you said, because they're botanists. Maybe they found a way to mold them into shapes and tools. That could yeah. be a cool thing. Yeah. Um, I still think Atelier is evil. Ooh, okay. Yeah, he's 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 voicing very convenient, helpful little things every here and now. But did this did this have a sequel planned? This book? Yeah. No, but as I as we talk about it week to week, and like I see all the things that haven't been explored and other references I can make, it makes me want to mm. to really explore the Steven Spielberg relationship. The Spielverse. The Spielverse. No, that's probably taken by actual Spielberg films, actually. No, I think you're right. The Spielverse is probably stuff with uh, Ready Player One, right? Yeah. The Spielverse. Yeah, yeah you're right. The... Is E.T. in Ready Player One? I don't know. I'm not going to see that movie. If he's in Ready Player One and someone's seen it, please let us know. You know, I'll probably just look it up after then, like, or see if No Context ET on Twitter has posted a screen cap. Yeah. They, they're they bound to if ET appeared. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, who knows? If he didn't, missed opportunity. <laughs> just seeing him, like, wander across the battlefield, like, oh, Yeah, they, no, they probably have ruined him in that <laughs> film. If he's in there, he's ruined. Chucky's in there, and I don't think that's a Spielberg property, is it? 
No, it's unclear what. I mean, Spielberg's got his fingers in everything. I think <laughs> he okay. his reach is is all encompassing. <laughs> he's he's either an exec producer or like uh, an unmentioned. I mean, I donor. I was I looking know. at the credits of my life, and I saw that he was an executive producer on it too. So, like your life? Yeah, I'm part of the Spielberg. Verse. Oh, shut up! <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't what? know how I he got a producer credit. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> well, hopefully, some. I don't know. I thank you for listening. Uh, stay tuned. We've got three more chapters to sink our teeth into, and then. We can return to some of the the classic reading my writings shenanigans or maybe call it quits and say that's season two and then get you ready for season three. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. When did we when did we end season one? Thirty five episodes. So that'd but be to epi- be more accurate when I was at my mentally worst. So <laughs> uh, um, I was gonna say, let's we go not to, wait for that. We go to episode seventy then. Yeah, I, I say we. I'll I'll cap it off at a good number, but I'll I'll definitely do it where I'm not exhausted. I'll definitely do it like you know. Let's let's call it here and plan for it. Yeah, because the EFY folder. What a what a. What a way to end a season. That's hey, so stupid. I was looking at the stats, and the EFY folder has a lot of views compared really? to all I don't know if that's just because it's the last episode it, for a while. It so. probably is. Yeah. It's probably because they're like, well, let's check out the end of season one. The finale. <laughs> the finale. Right? That's, that's when the fireworks are their brightest and most prettiest. We read... The, so the finale of season two is we save chapter 13 for the very end and you really have to wait till the end of season two to listen to the end of... Dang, so we just read two other unrelated things? Or, like, however many? Yeah, we'd have to read, like... Because two more episodes will get us to 54. No, I don't want to get it to 70. You don't want to get it to 70? No, I don't want to go that long. For season two? I don't have much material left, <laughs> if I'm being honest. All I right. mean, I have, I have one other big series, like Kevin. Uh-huh. And like, that's season oof, three. That's going to be season three, because I don't know if those... That's, that'll be too close together. Yeah. And I can tell you, this, that series has so much more already written. Whereas Kevin the Polygamist E.T. Lord had like... 10 to 12 pages written this one has like 50 handwritten pages from when i was a child can we shorten kevin the polygamist et lord to like k-pet it'll have to be k-pedal k-pedal's cute too k-pedal i don't know that's (laughs) just et lord yeah it's fine um yeah i'm excited all right follow our socials uh read write pod on twitter reading my writings on facebook and instagram readwritepod.com and our emails readwritepod at gmail.com wow those sound fun i'll click them now <laughs> thanks yeah if you want to if you want to see a cool image of what etimzo look like um well uh watch go on the a, movie watch the movie <laughs> it's the part where et is dressed up as a as a girl by gertie so yeah that's where I got that inspiration. <laughs> the, wow, this is a, this is a Yeah, this is a thrilling BTS. <laughs> oh, we're sued. Okay, let's end it. Okay. My name is McKay Nilsson. I'm Jordan Hansen. Be happy and stay creative. Bye. Bye. Bye.